hello, Carrie. Welcome. Um, it's great to chat with you today. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and through this podcast, we're going to be talking about rhythms and specifically what the Spiritual Development Office is creating for students, right, as that rhythmic journey through the church season of Lent. Um, but before we get into, into that and what we can expect for that space moving forward, um, I'd love if you could just give students some background, if that's all right with you, um, how all this started, you know, the importance of rhythms in your own life recently, I think is kind of what spurred that on. So I'd love to hear more about what that space has been like for you. Yeah, it really started um, when COVID started. I think COVID kind of exposed our lives a little bit of what was already present or not present. And in reflecting on that, I just realized how much of my life I kind of just did intentionally. Um, how much of my day and my interactions with people were based on like if I ran into them that day, not because I reached out to somebody or initiated contact. Um, I just realized how unintentional a lot of my practices were. Um, so through the last year, I've been really thinking about who do I feel God's called me to be? Where is God already at work in my life? And how can I create spaces uh, to hear from God? And uh, so I've started reading more about spiritual practices and disciplines. Um, and one that really stuck out to me was uh, my lack of unintentional Sabbath. So Sabbath and resting and setting a rhythmic set time that I rest. I mean, in our like culture of constant consumption of media, like there's always another story to be consuming. There's always something else, another video I'm supposed to watch, another show on Netflix I'm supposed to get into. Um, and even with work, how consuming work can be. Um, so I really started needing to set boundaries around what is work and what is rest. Um, so I read this book called uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Mm -hmm. And he talks a lot about our relationships with our phones um, and with media. And I started allowing myself to stop checking email on weekends, to stop mm -hmm. checking it in the evenings, uh, to set aside set time that's just for my family, that's just for play, um, and set aside times on the weekends for that too. Um, and then another important rhythmic practice for me has been waking up Right when I wake up, I read scripture. And sometimes it's been just 10 or 15 minutes. Sometimes that's been able to be an hour. Um, but just making that regular space for prayer and scripture, I think has changed everything for me. So I think in incorporating that regular prayer time and scripture reading, I've been using uh, this planner called the Sacred Ordinary Days, which has uh, scripture from the daily office every day. And it's been challenging me because it's, to me, sometimes really random scriptures mm. that I, I go into it reading and hoping that I'm going to be like filled and encouraged <laughs> and it'll be like some bizarre, you know, Isaiah chapter eight, like Isaiah laid down with the prophetess and she became pregnant. And I'm like, what am I supposed to get out of that? But in it, I've seen like that the, it, the point is the discipline and that I'm incorporating more scripture in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I am, you know, weeks later coming back to something that I read from Isaiah chapter eight in a different verse. Yeah. Um, and that it's not always about coming out with a feeling of, you know, that I felt like I met with God, but I believe that God meets me in that discipline, in that regular practice, in that quiet place, which you see like Jesus, if you read his story in the gospels, he's constantly going away to the quiet place in Greek, it's the word aremos, and he's always going off to the lonely, the lonely place to the quiet place to pray, um, to be alone. And it's in those moments, like God honors those moments that we have together. 
Mm -hmm. uh, whether I sense it or feel good or in a moment or not. Um, Mm -hmm. I found that very life-giving, that regular scripture reading every day and and time in prayer. Yeah. So it sounds like there's something in that repetition for you that is helpful, even if, you know, in that one moment, it might not all click, but it's in that coming back kind of every day and holding the space uh, consistently. Yeah. My, my own personality, like usually I push back against when somebody tells me to do something, my initial thing is like, why should I, like, why do (laughs) I do that? And I think for so long I've pushed against the idea of disciplines Mm. as like rules or structure. And usually I'm like fight the Mm. system, push back. Uh, But I've found it not to be oppressive, but to be like, uh, often they refer to like a rule of life as like a trellis. So I see it as this trellis that helps produce and help me aim my spiritual growth in a particular direction. And I don't, mm. I don't find it oppressive, which I thought I would when I started. Hmm. What changed for you? What, was it the pandemic then that, that helped you answer the question, why should I? It really did. I think it just exposed for me that lack of intention. Like if I want to really be following where Jesus is leading me, if I want to hear the voice of God, then I need to regularly be in the presence of God. And I believe God hears my random prayers throughout the day as I'm walking to campus or other spaces too. Um, but I really feel like we're called to go to that quiet place mm. and, and read. And, and that's changed everything. I think I've also had unrealistic expectations for myself that mm-hmm. like, if I'm going to read scripture, it's got to be two hours a day and I've got to <laughs> be disciplined. I've got to wake up at 4 a.m. And I'm not sure, like, I don't read that in scripture necessarily anyway. It doesn't say like... <laughs> Um, how much time is required of us. Um, It's just about being faithful to where I'm at in my journey. Like my son wakes Mm -hmm. up at 6 a.m. every day. Um, Maybe I'm not, and my job requires me to stay up late. Maybe I'm not supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. right now. You know, um, (laughs) maybe there are other models out there that Mm. are are better fitting for where I'm at in my journey. Mm. Yeah, creating that time for sleep can be its own form of or own form of Sabbath, own form yes. of spiritual discipline in and of itself sometimes. Yes. So in I feel like that has um led you to want to create this uh rhythmic space for the Lenten journey, kind of bring in a few of those themes that you've been walking through, it sounds like, um, in your own life over this past year. Um, can you talk a little bit more about when that idea was born for for the next few weeks? Over the Christmas break, I started looking at uh, the opportunities that we provide on campus for students to engage with God and engage with others. And I thought that primarily we have chapel and experiences similar to chapel where you go, there's musical worship, maybe somebody shares, we pray and then we leave. And I just, I just thought there are so many other ways for us to engage with God, for us to hear from God. Uh, so many traditions that we maybe not haven't modeled or that students may not have been exposed to before that are life-giving mm. methods and spaces um, for students to really use their creativity and meet God where they are um, on their journey in order to hear from God. So I wanted to create more ways um, and, and maybe some too that are less commitment. So we also have small <laughs> groups. And I do think that our, where our culture is, we kind of, we don't like long-term commitments. Yeah. So we may not be likely to join a small group, but we might be likely to participate in a prayer station that's on campus. Mm. Or we might be likely to watch a couple minute video of a student sharing about different ways that God is at work in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where it kind of 
came out of like, how can we expose more of our community to how many other ways there are to worship, to pray, to study scripture? Uh, How can we increase the number of stories that we are hearing from our own peers about ways that God's at work in those spaces? So that's where the rhythm series kind of came from. Mm. Right. Because we all kind of connect with God in different ways. And sometimes it helps to see different options. And um, there'll be a lot of different options for for students or or faculty if they're interested in staff. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of different things to try and maybe some things that don't stick and others others that do. Um, So before we get into more specifics of what uh, we should expect in the coming weeks, why, why Lent or what, what is Lent? If also, if you could give a quick um, explanation of what Lent is for those that might be less familiar. And then what is it about this season in particular that led you to create this space now in the church calendar? Often, um, so Lent is really like journeying uh, with Jesus kind of toward the cross We look at also his time in the wilderness, that 40 days uh, where Jesus went to an Oremos, a a place to be alone, um, to rest and study and be with God and and be in the presence of God. And usually for Lent, uh, we often think about giving something up that's going to help us maybe be more filled with God or remind us Mm -hmm. that we don't, often it's fasting of food uh, to remind us that we don't rely on food, that we rely fully on God. But Lent can also be a season where you add something in that's going to help you in your journey with God, that's Mm going to help you draw closer to Christ in this time. Um, So that's why we're thinking of adding these practices in. Some of them are going to be maybe longer practices like fasting, a little more intense. Others might be trying a different way of praying. Um, So we wanted to offer some things that you might be able to add in during this season uh, to really prepare you for Easter. Yeah, I love that idea because really the the idea of fasting for Lent also came out of noticing if I let go of this, what else do I have space for, right? And maybe it's just that I have space. Wow, isn't that amazing? But <laughs> I love that idea of um, doing the opposite of if I add something, maybe I let go of something too without even realizing it um, or feel that freedom, that space is created yet again. And so that's really beautiful thinking about it going both ways. I know um, I've I've also tried it both ways for Lent and found uh, some beauty in, in both. So I'm excited to see uh, see what comes up for, for all of us as we journey together. And for a lot of us right now in COVID, like I feel like we've lost a lot already or had a yes. lot taken from us. Yes. So maybe this is a time to think of what might add a little bit of that life back. Mm. So what should we expect in the coming weeks? What's, what's this all going to look like? How can we engage? What should we look for? Um, yeah walk us through it. I am so excited uh, that the Spiritual Development Office, particularly Shelby, uh, put together a website that is going to have a number of resources for students. So that's really like the hub. You'll see it on the QR codes around campus, on chapel slides, link in the Spiritual Development Canvas course, uh, where each week over the next six weeks, we're going to focus on a different theme, our different spiritual practice, practices like confession, prayer, study, and scripture. And there'll be a number of different ways to engage around that practice. So we'll have links to other resources, social media accounts maybe to follow. Um, The podcast is going to be part of that as we talk Mm -hmm. to other alumni and musicians about what rhythm means uh, and establishing spiritual rhythms. Uh, Their Instagram, you definitely need to follow the Instagram account. There's (laughs) going to be videos on there of students and community members sharing about how they incorporate different practices in their life or maybe how they've tried and it hasn't worked out too. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and uh, stories of confessions of, of times that we've tried and failed, uh, which I think are really important too. So you want to follow the Instagram, you want to check out the website. There's going to be corporate practices that we can do together as a campus uh, that will be on the Canvas course for those who are studying remotely and maybe some things we can do together as a community mm -hmm. as well. Uh, COVID, COVID allowing us, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that, that you mentioned the failure piece because I think that is such a barrier to trying some of these things. And um, I, I love this fact whenever I try a new <laughs> spiritual practice or try an old one is that fact almost that you, you can't fail at a spiritual practice. Right. It just, it's only meant to start a conversation with God. And so if you try something and it feels weird, bring that up. Oh man, I wanted to really create that space, but I'm not. Why is that God? You know, it's just that fodder for that conversation. Um, and I love that. And I love that about what is going to be up for, for students, uh, for all of us to join in over yeah, the I'm next not, Lent period. I'm just not sure like why we think there's like this set standard or like who we think is checking our report card of like right. attendance or, <laughs> you know, how much you read or I, I'm not sure when we started to feel it was like, either a competition or that we had to make it look like everybody else's. Mm. Um, but that's, I don't, I don't feel like God's called us to be like everybody else. So I yeah. think God is unique enough to meet us in so many different ways. So why, why do we feel like it has to be limited to a certain structure? Mm. It's probably a good question for all of us to start with and ponder with God as we, as we begin. Um, right. But I'm also thinking of that other question you mentioned, Carrie, as we're um, wrapping up here. If you, if students are, are listening right now and thinking that kind of question that you mentioned, you know, why, well, this sounds great, but why should I? I don't know. <laughs> what would you, what would you say to all of us before we enter in that why? Why should we engage? What's the importance of this rhythms and especially during rhythms during the time of Lent? I think we, each of us really has nothing to lose in trying to try something new, a new way to engage with God. Mm. Um, even if it's setting aside, you know, the two minutes that it takes you to walk to class to try out one of the prayers uh, that we'll post on Instagram or in the course. Right. Um, I think trying something new might just unlock something you've never thought about doing before. Mm. And you might be able to create space to mm. hear from God, to connect with God to see God at work on this campus. Um, I think there's so much hope in the world and, and often we can't see it or feel it, especially when it's so cold outside, you just wonder like <laughs> is spring ever coming. Um, if you feel isolated and alone, like these are some ways to connect with the community and with God in, in a new and fresh way. And I think we could all use some of that hope. Um, and it might take us getting out of the rhythms that maybe a little less healthy that we've set or allowed ourselves to unintentionally fall into mm -hmm. in order to add something in that might better direct us to where we want to be and where we feel God's calling us to be. Mm. No, thank you. I think that is uh, such a helpful frame of mind as we enter in. Lent reminds us of that of Jesus's own journey to the cross, like you said, as we journey with him, he came and he experienced those daily rhythms. And yes, it was a completely different time period. So they looked different, but there's still that noticing of the humanity of Jesus in the period mm -hmm. of Lent. And so I love that um, you're creating this space where we can kind of take some stock of our own humanity with God in those rhythms and just be present 
um, and see where he's present with us in those, mm-hmm. in those daily life moments, walking class or, or wherever that is for each of us. Looking forward to, to seeing what comes and uh, everyone keep your eye out for Sway. Follow, uh, yes. follow all the ENC Instagram accounts. Um, if you don't have an Instagram, we'll also be posting it around campus and in the Campus Chronicle. So check your email. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep an eye out. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be accessible for you. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>